Hey, it's Alan, and I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to the ongoing history of new music early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, how well do you get along with your siblings? Assuming you have any, of course. Brothers and sisters can be a pain, especially when you're always in close quarters, and, you know, when you have to work with them as well. God, that can be ugly. We've talked about musical feuds before. Madonna, for example, does not get along with her brother Christopher Ciccone, especially after he published a memoir about growing up with her. I think things are okay now. The Everly brothers, Don and Phil, did not get along. After a speed-fueled breakup in 1973, they talked to each other just once in the following 10 years, and that was at their father's funeral. Ray and Dave Davies of the Kinks, that's a bad one that's been going on forever, John versus Tom Fogarty of Creedence Clearwater Revival, Barry and Robin Gibb of the Bee Gees, Chris and Rich Robinson of the Black Crows. And then there was John and William Reed of the Jesus and Mary chain. They'd even fight on stage in the middle of a show. And although I know that they weren't really brothers, Joey and Johnny Ramone didn't talk to each other for years after Johnny stole and then married Joey's girlfriend. But the most famous sibling rivalry in all of music has to be, has to be, Noel and Liam Gallagher. This is part two of Oasis at War. This is the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. That's Oasis from the 2000 album Standing on the Shoulder of Giants, their fourth record. And that's Go Let It Out. Welcome again. I'm Alan Cross, and this is the second half of the chronology of all the fights between Noel and Liam Gallagher that led to the breakup of Oasis, plus the bad blood that has lingered since. Standing on the Shoulder of Giants came out on February 28th, 2000. On May 20th of that year, Oasis was supposed to perform in Barcelona. However, there was a problem. Drummer Alan White had bad tendonitis in his hands and arms, which is a very common thing for drummers, and there was no choice but to cancel the show. Fine. This left the band with time to kill, which meant lots of drinking. At some point in the evening, Liam said something nasty about Noel's then-wife, Meg Matthews. Let's just say that he questioned the paternity of Noel's daughter, Anais. This was a bad idea. Noel leapt on Liam, punched him in the face, split his lip, and then gave him a serious headbutt. Then he stomped off saying that he quit. He was done with the band. However, the group carried on just the same. On May the 30th, they played a show in Milan with a replacement guitarist named Matt Dighton, and they continued without Noel for the next 18 shows. Noel did not return to the band until July 15th, when it was time to play some big outdoor festivals across the UK. And even then, a press release said that Noel would no longer tour with Oasis overseas. He'd had it. That was it. Eventually, though, he'd calmed down enough to change his mind. But the bad feelings lingered, even though neither one of them spoke of the incident for five years. It wasn't until 2005 that Noel broke the silence, saying, quote, I've never forgiven him because he's never apologized. He's my brother but he's at arm's length until he apologizes for what he's done. Now, there was an apology, eventually, but, um, well, you'll see.
Who Feels Love, another track from Standing on the Shoulder of Giants, a record that Noel Gallagher says really should have never been made. In retrospect, he thinks the band should have taken a year off, got their heads back together, and then made the next record. But instead, the tensions got worse. In August 2002, Liam walked off the stage just four songs into a set in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He said his voice had gone bad, a continuation of a case of the flu that had caused a cancellation of a show in Spain ten days earlier. By the fall, he had bailed on three shows mid-set. Now, you can imagine how Noel might have felt. There was a period of six weeks on this tour where Liam and Noel didn't say a word to each other. The next battle didn't physically involve Noel, but he was dragged in nonetheless. It happened in a bar in Munich, Germany. This was December 1st, 2002. Oasis was on tour in support of their Heathen Chemistry album. Liam and two other guys from the band went drinking in the nightclub bar of the Bayerscher Hof, one of the top hotels in the city, and they got drunk. And then they started throwing peanuts at five Italians. Then the DJ unwittingly played an Oasis song, which prompted Liam and Alan White to jump up on a stage to do a little unwanted karaoke. From there, somebody, Liam, Alan, we're not sure, jumped on the table in front of the Italian guys that they had been throwing peanuts at, and that table promptly collapsed. And this is when the fight started. From the bar, the fight quickly moved out into the hotel lobby. Furniture was broken, several windows were smashed, hotel staff called the police, and they responded with 10 cars. By the time they arrived, Oasis drummer Alan White was bleeding because of an ashtray to the head, and both of their security detail were injured. In fact, one of the security guys was out cold. Meanwhile, the five Italians had escaped. Liam had lost several teeth and was bruised and battered all over. A police spokesman was quoted as saying, The boy didn't look good. Several of his teeth were punched out. But that didn't stop him from launching himself at one of the cops, kicking him in the ribs as hard as he could. Liam was arrested, and the subsequent toxicology results showed that he was very drunk and that there was a substantial quantity of cocaine in his system. Liam required $30,000 worth of emergency dental surgery, and he and two other members of the band spent 12 hours in jail. Oh, and the rest of that European tour had to be canceled, of course, costing the band millions in revenue. And if that weren't enough, management had to pay a fine on Liam's behalf of more than $300,000 before anybody in the band could leave Germany. Noel was upstairs in his room when all this happened. And when he found out, he was furious. And yes, there was a confrontation afterwards. Meanwhile, Liam could have faced two years in jail. All Noel would say about the incident was, all I'm bothered about is that he can still sing. Oh, and, and these Italian guys? Well, a, a few years later, we found out that they weren't mafia dudes. Liam had said they were. They were four real estate agents and a computer nerd. Stop Crying Your Heart Out from the Heathen Chemistry album of 2002. The German brawl added even more tension to a crazy tense situation between Noel and Liam, and it was only going to get worse. You'll see what I mean. After the dust settled from Liam's big dust-up in Munich, things didn't get much better. Things were rocky with the rest of the band, too. By 2004, Noel and Liam were the last remaining original members of the band. None of the other guys were willing to step in between them when things got heated, so 
that's how things got worse. They chirped at each other in the media. In fact, here's a quote from Noel. He's actually frightened to death of me. I can read him, and I can play him like a slightly disused arcade game. I can make him make decisions that he thinks are his, but really, they're mine. Here's another quote. I don't know who the guy is who's in these interviews. He seems really cool, because the guy I've been in a band with for the last 18 years is a knobhead. And here's my favorite. He's rude, arrogant, intimidating, and lazy. He's the angriest man you'll ever meet. He's like a man with a fork in a world of soup. Highly entertaining, but not really good for the band. Or was it? The sixth Oasis album seemed to be a solid return to form. Don't Believe the Hype was released on May 30th, 2005. A number one debut, best chart performance in the U.S. since Be Here Now. A series of singles, two of which reached number one in the U.K. A very successful tour and a bunch of awards. So, maybe everybody had grown up. Or... Maybe not. Things simmered down between Noel and Liam for much of 2006, 2007, and 2008. There were on-again, off-again recording sessions. Noel had a son, and a new album called Dig Out Your Soul was released on October the 6th of 2008. Again, all appeared reasonably well. The album went to number one in the UK and all the way to number five in the US. An 18-month tour was planned, but that got screwed up when Noel was attacked by a stupid fan on stage at the Virgin Festival in Toronto on September 8th, 2008. He broke three ribs, and a bunch of shows had to be canceled. But Noel's tough. He healed. More good news, the band got a new three-album deal. There were more awards, and on June 4th, 2009, they played three huge hometown shows in Manchester in front of more than 70,000 people a night. But things were not good between the brothers. Oasis was supposed to play the V Festival on August 23rd, but Liam canceled because he had laryngitis. Two years later, Noel would claim that Liam was actually massively hungover, an accusation that caused Liam to sue his brother, but that suit was later dropped. More on that in a moment. But then came the final straw. Five days later, they were in Paris, backstage in the dressing room. Liam was furious about the bad press he had been getting. According to Noel, he began ranting and raving about all these people who were saying bad things about him and that Noel had something to do with it. Liam wasn't apparently getting the sympathy he wanted from the rest of the band, so he stormed out of the dressing room, throwing some fruit at the wall. A plum, if you're interested. There was an awkward silence as everybody in the band looked at the floor. Then Liam comes back into the room, carrying one of Noel's guitars like an axe. This was more violent than anyone had ever seen Liam in a band situation. Noel makes a joke. Not a good idea. Liam doesn't like it and starts swinging the guitar around, nearly hitting Noel in the head. Ultimately, the guitar was trashed. Noel left the dressing room in a huff, just as someone declared that it was five minutes to showtime. Noel sat in a car backstage for all of those five minutes, and when he came out, he said, that's it, I can't do this anymore. Two hours later, a statement appeared on the Oasis website. It read, It's with some sadness and great relief to tell you that I quit Oasis tonight. People will write and say what they like, but I simply could not go on working with Liam a day longer. So... After 18 years, that was the end of Oasis.
Oasis came to an end on August 28, 2009. Two years later, Noel had this to say at a press conference. It's a quote. Liam was quite violent. At that point, there hadn't been any physical violence, but it was a bit like WWE wrestling. And he was like the macho man Randy Savage. He was like, ooh, yeah, and all that going on. It's like, effing hell. Liam does the F-U and F-U and F-U, and then he kind of storms out of the dressing room. And, I'm, I'm glad it never ended like this, on the way out, he picked up a plum and threw it across the dressing room and it smashed against the wall. Part of me wishes it did end like that, and that would have been a great headline. Plum throws plum and finishes effing oasis. Then he kind of leaves, he goes out of the dressing room, for whatever reason, he went to his own dressing room, and he came back with a guitar, and he started wielding it like an axe. I'm not effing kidding. And I'm making light of it because it's kind of what I do, but it's a real unnecessary violent act. And he's swinging this guitar around, and he nearly took off my face with it. It ended up on the floor, and I put it out of its misery. There were people who were in the band, not saying anything, kind of looking the other way. It wasn't even a big dressing room. And I was like, you know what? I'm effing out of here. And at that point, the tour manager came in and said, five minutes. I kind of got in the car and sat there for five minutes, and I just said, F it. Can't do it anymore. It was after this press conference that Liam sued Noel for slander. At around the same time as this press conference, we became aware of the bands each brother had formed, and a new round of sniping began. That's where we'll go next. This is part two of Oasis at War, and we're up to the point where the band is finished, and the bad blood between Noel and Liam had entered an entirely new phase. When Oasis broke up, it was Liam who retained custody of the rest of the band. Guitarist Gem Archer and Andy Bell, along with drummer Chris Chirac, stayed with him. He called the band BDI, and they were the first out of the gate with new music. It was a free download called Bring the Light on November 9, 2010. This was followed by a full album on February 28, 2011, called Different Gears Still Speeding. And it did okay. This was one of five singles from the album. It's called Four Letter Word. It's not bad, right? Liam Gallagher's post-Oasis band BDI with Four Letter Word from the album Different Gears Still Speeding. Noel responded with his own project, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. They released a debut record on October 17th of 2011. It ended up selling much better than Liam's, and last I heard, it has sold more than 2.5 million copies globally. So let's sample it. This was the first single. It's called The Death of You and Me. Solo Noel Gallagher with The Death of You and Me from his first album under the name High Flying Birds, or as Liam tweeted out in response, High Flying Turds. Nice. There was one more BDI album before Liam folded that tent with an eye to launching a full-on solo career. Meanwhile, Noel continued on his merry way. The brothers yammered at each other occasionally over the next five years, but then Liam showed up at a High Flying Birds gig. What did that mean? Well, nothing, apparently, because there's a famous tweet from Liam in 2016 that featured a picture of Noel along with the word potato. And there was another tweet that read F Oasis. 
Liam also went after Noah in the press, chiding him for living in a $30 million house and hanging out with people like Bono and his once mortal enemy, Damon Albarn of Blur. Still, the English press occasionally reports that there will be a reunion, that Liam is running out of money and needs Oasis to get back together to top up the bank account, that their mother, Peggy, is heartbroken because of the split and is demanding that her boys bury the hatchet. Still, nothing. Then, a subtle change in attitude on Liam's part. In October 2016, the Oasis documentary Supersonic had its premiere in London. Liam was there, but Noah wasn't. Here's a quote from Liam. Oh, no, he won't be there. He's in one of his really, 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 really big houses. Probably eating tofu and having an effing face peel. Isn't that right, man of the people? Okay. But at the same time, Liam also said that he'd be open to an Oasis reunion. This is what he told me. This is an important document because, again, I think it's very important to go back and record the history of important bands, important albums, important times in music. Do you see this leading to something else now that the Oasis crew has sort of drifted back together a little bit? No. No, I don't. I just see it's been documented and it's it's there for whatever it's there for whatever people want to take from it. I think it is good that people are speaking about Oasis as how great they were, not about just me and our kid having little bitchy digs at each other. Uh, so I think it, that's good that people are sort of speaking about us as a band again. Well, I don't think much is going to come from it, you know what I mean? Which is, which is too bad, because I think that if there was a reunion, this would be the biggest reunion that there could possibly be in the universe right now. Yeah. Well, it ain't happening, not just yet, because I'm busy now. I know it's busy, and I'm busy, so they have to wait for a bit. No longer. Will we see an Oasis reunion? I don't know. So much money could be made from something like this, so don't rule it out. One of the things I really miss about Oasis, aside from the music, that is, is the circus of the whole endeavor. They, Noel and Liam especially, were rock stars. Everything about them was larger than life, over the top, and done to excess. It's not a healthy way to live, but damn it, it's fun to watch. Again, do not rule out a reunion. Money talks, you know, and um, it can speak very, very loudly. I can be found at my website, which is a journal of musical things.com. It's updated every single day, even Christmas. And it comes with a free daily newsletter that contains all kinds of cool music stuff. It'll be in your inbox by 10 a.m. Eastern. And I will always answer my emails at alan at alancross.ca. Technical Productions by Rob Johnston. I'm Alan Cross. You've been listening to the Ongoing History of New Music podcast with Alan Cross. Subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. 